Welcome back to another episode of The Tossers. Thanks for all our listeners out there, all three of you. Uh, back again. Now, Crawls, quick update. What's been going on? What happened this weekend? Mate, well, when did we film? Last Tuesday, so I was back down. Last, this weekend, actually, everyone was away. So there was a lot of weddings going on, so I did nothing at all, to be honest. It's quite scary, to be honest. What, the weddings? Yeah, I think you should be at least 47 before you get married. <laughs> oh, that's scared. <laughs> yeah, who... A few of my mates, everyone was out of town, really, for weddings. And I don't have any mates getting married, so I wasn't out of town. No, Although we, we were looking at the classic high school, people we know from high school getting married. There was a heap this weekend popping up on the Facebook. You haven't chatted to an age. Oh, I thought you were going to say like the high school marriage, you know, like when you left school and they were 19. Yeah, no, nah, none of those. I don't think I've been to a friend's wedding yet. That's either because they get married late or probably the more likely option is I just have no friends. Yeah, no one, yeah. No, you've got no friends who've been in long-term relationships, which might be an indictment on you, to be honest. But no, I, went, I went to a friend's wedding last year, which was fun. But then I was chatting to, I was chatting to my cousin, soon-to-be cousin-in-law, and she was like going through how much weddings are with me. It's nuts. I, she was just, just for flowers was ridiculous. I don't, she didn't want to give me prices. But then she said she went five grand over her budget for a wedding dress. I was like, five grand over the budget? What the fuck is your budget? If you're going five grand over, like how much is the budget normally? Well, this shows how ridiculous it is. So Megan, my house, mate, one of her friends is getting married, right? And you can charge exorbitant rates. Apparently someone quoted it was like nearly $2,000 to look after the bride's dog for the day. <laughs> Dead set, they would take it, like give it a nice wash, look after it, give some premium feed, and then like take it to the wedding for photos. And then, like, take it back and look after it. Mate, we're in the wrong business. Yeah, we, we say this nearly every episode. That we're just coming up with these new business plans. But I agree, we are in the wrong business. Like, weddings you can charge through the nose. Everyone just sort of goes out, like, there's no budget. It just goes out the window. They're just, like, endless amounts of money. Is it still the dad, the bride's, the bride's father that pay, pays for the wedding? Is that I, right? I, I think I'll be claiming the card. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, that's one. That's one thing that can stay around from the old days. It's about like fifty grand, nearly, isn't it? Like the average wedding, like it's ridiculous. I don't know. Man. It's even more reason to put it off. Do you reckon they were this expensive back in the day? Well, it depends on the type of wedding you had. Yeah, probably. Like it, I'm trying to think of my parents' marriage. I wasn't there. Well, I wasn't born yet. I wasn't there. <laughs> but for when they, when they got remarried, very cheap. Dad went very cheap. Took two mates to a, like a little hotel or something. Where was it? Down on the beach. And then they just got, they got married without telling anyone. So it was no money. Maybe when we do end up getting married, if we do, just do a shotgun wedding at Las Vegas. Like, well, that's, that's, the, that's the dream, isn't it? Or you just don't get married. Or you go that high level that we're friends, we're in love. We, why do we need to put a, a label on it? You know, man. <laughs> the only reason you get married is for, I think, for the show you love to everyone and get it, your parents there and stuff as well. It's more for the girls well. than it is for the guys. Like, we just stand guess, there. Yeah, 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 the girls are probably are pushing it <laughs> more than the dudes are. It reminds me of a story mum and dad were telling me last week or the week before when they had their wedding. So they're from rural Victoria and they had the wedding in Melbourne. And this was the days before Google Maps or stuff. And one of the blokes, Rubber Rollison, who was going to the wedding. Oh, Rubber. <laughs> oh, Rubber. He was driving there and he got lost. He couldn't find the direction to the wedding anyway. There was a car in front of him and it had like, you know, it looked like it was going yeah. to a wedding. So he just followed the car. He took a punt. Ended up somewhere in Parkville, which is the opposite side of Melbourne to where they had the wedding. And it took him about an hour and a half to realise that it was the wrong wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with the wedding. You wouldn't know who some of the people are that are there. So you would just take a punt. You wouldn't know until the bride and groom came yeah, out. Yeah. He's just going, mm, they're not mine. That's not who I came to see. Well, and there's no mo- mobile phones either, so you can't. No, you had like, the mailways in the back pocket of the seat. The but seat w- you. When you lost, you lost, and like no one's going to pick up the phone because no one had a phone back then. So you're like, well, I'm at the wedding now. I may as well enjoy it. I've driven two hours from <laughs> rural Victoria to go to a wedding. I'm here now. It's, it'd almost be like a wedding crash is set up. It would be. Who do you know? Who, who do you know from the bride, bridal groom's party? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm with the groom. I guess. <laughs> you just say you're like a like third cousin or something and then just sit on the kids table where there's well the thing thing would be he'd be dressed up for a wedding so he would be going there and he'd look he'd fit right in except yeah when they sit i don't 
There's no way Rubbers sat down for a meal after the wedding, though. <laughs> There's not a chance he's gone in that far. Well, what do you, I reckon, well, do you stay there for them getting... Well, what do you do? You've invested so much time driving down here. You suited up. You probably booked accommodation or something. Probably get lost there as well. Yeah, well, yeah. What, what point of the night do you tell... I don't think you tell them. I just think you played off the whole night. By the time you're you supposed find out to be there. where the wedding is, everyone's pissed off to the reception. You don't know where the reception is. Nah, you, you make friends. I'm sure you could... Also, Robert, was Wedding Crashes out yet when your parents got married? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think Wedding Crashes was out in 1988. I'm Shit, pretty sure. old, dude. I'm pretty sure mobile phones existed when Wedding Crashes came out. Yeah, true. True. My, no, my parents got married, what, 1994? So, no, Wedding Crashes, 1990s. Late 1990s, that would have been out. Early 2000s, maybe. Yeah. Does you it, know, as we could look it up. Does it make you think, though, that life would have been better? Obviously, there's added benefits to technology, but it would have been unreal to live in a time where there's no mobile phones. You think on a Friday night, you knock off work, you had to go to your local pub. That was the only way you could socialise and everyone's just got a focal point. Yeah, but where, the, where, how do you catch up with your other mates then? You just have to nominate a pub and you've got to make sure everyone's going to be there. Uh, you send carrier pigeons, I believe. Well, there'd be no more. There'd be no... Um, it'd be hard to like... What's it called when you just skip out on a, on a thing? Ghosting? I'd ghost, yeah, yeah. Would <laughs> you, you do do that. Would there be more ghosting? There'd have to be. In those days? I no, guess but, so. but, but now if you're an introvert, you can just kind of sit down and stay at home. You can pretend to socialise on the computer or on social media. But back in the day, if you wanted to interact with people, and Australia was a very alcoholic country back then, mm-hmm. probably still is, not to the same extent, you had to go to the pub if you wanted to socialise. No yeah, dating apps to, either. There was no Tinder, no Hinge. Aren't, le- aren't people having less sex now as well? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? Less people are driving, less sex and all that. Is that just because they can stay home and just watch like porn? Less sex, but a lot more film sex. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Exactly. There's a lot more of self-pleasuring, I guess, back in the day. Just <laughs> Sorry, it just made me think of this, this old TikTok guy I was watching the other day. <laughs> You know, when they get on Twitch and stuff, I don't know why it popped up, must have popped up on TikTok. And he goes, he's answering questions that people are like, what are your hobbies? Masturbating. <laughs> it's just, it's, everything, everything comes back to my, he looked like Santa Claus. Anyway, <laughs> it was funny, funny TikTok. Anyway, quite relevant. It reminds me of what's been going on this week, which is the US and effectively the TikTok ban and the congressional hearings. Uh, all the old politicians, you know, think, TikTok stealing our data and giving it to the Chinese Communist Party. It is. But I don't know. Have you? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it definitely is. I mean, you're, you're a poster child of TikTok. You're like one of their, you're a TikTok ally, so you'll speak out. Yeah, you'll speak out for them. Don't you dare fuck me on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, a, that's how this you This is my famous. life. This is your lifestyle now. Well, half your life. But anyway, in one of the videos, there's this old Republican congressman. He's asking the CEO of TikTok, does TikTok? hook into the Wi-Fi network. And the bloke's just like, sorry, what? Does TikTok hook into the Wi-Fi network? He's like, <laughs> yes, if you connect your phone to the Wi-Fi <laughs> internet, it's probably going to use it. Like, This is the issue with America. Their politicians are so fucking old. Like, even, I know Joe Biden's losing it, but he's, what is he, 78? Donald Trump's 77 as well. They are so old. Some of those congressional hearings are great. <laughs> And they, they just have no... There's some, like, the Facebook ones as well, they're asking the same dumb questions, and they're like, what are you, what are you smoking? Like, what are you on you old? It reminds me of a story my housemate Dossa told me, and his old man, you know, works, lives on the farm. And I think it was a couple of years, no, probably one year ago, they made a family WhatsApp group, and they're like, Don, you need to get on WhatsApp. He's like, oh, I don't have that. What's that? He's like, you need to get it from the app store. And anyway, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in Shepparton next week. I guess I can pop by the app store. <laughs> and they're like, are you serious? <laughs> it's like online. Like you download it. Bless, the, bless those old people, man. They have no idea. I've shown my grandparents how to like, hook Netflix up to their TV so many times. And they just still do not understand how to do it. I had to download Nan's. Tai Chi videos to her iPad the other day so she could watch it on the iPad. <laughs> it's like, it just reminds me, my dad does not know how to put his notifications on silent and you'll just be at home oh. and the football's on and ding! 
and like it's full volume. Mate, right? the, that scared me then. The ding dong. <laughs> my that is that's the thing. I don't know. What, did I say this last week? My grandparents. Another thing they do is they every phone call now is on speaker. Doesn't matter where you are, where you're sitting. They're in the kitchen. They'll get a call from Uncle Graham. Bang, straight on speakerphone. Hey, how are you going? And then you walk, you're walking by, and then you just know if you're in the vicinity. Box here as well. So then you have to go. Hey, Uncle Graham, how are you? Oh, good, thanks. Like, how are you doing? Man? Yeah, I'm doing all right. What have you been up to? <laughs> Every fucking time. Probably did not need. <laughs> oh my god! Every phone call is on speakerphone. Probably did need crazy. to be included in this conversation. Oh, <laughs> I was. This reminds me. I was in the car when I was younger, and I was living with my auntie and uncle out at Ringwood. And I used to work construction with my uncle, so I'd get a lift with him because it's his job and back every day. And then the classic, you're just in the car, so they've got the Bluetooth running. So we'll leave him work one day and he's, his mum calls, calls up and is chatting to him and I'm sitting there. And then she just starts going, oh, I, can't, I haven't stopped shitting all day. It keeps bloody coming out my ass. I had it everywhere. <laughs> and I was throwing up all over myself. Oh, I get this scab that's infected. And I'm sitting there. I just can't stop shitting. And I was like, fucking gross. Probably didn't need to share there, that. I was sitting there like this. My uncle just hangs up and goes, he looks at me and goes, sorry about that, mate. <laughs> I didn't expect it to go that way. I don't know if your dad does this similar as well, but again, talking about like, might be sitting down, watching a movie or watching, or gets a call, takes it, just sits there. Yeah. And we'll have a full on conversation while the TV's going and have no concept that like, anyone would be interested in something else apart from no, this phone call. No, that's it. That's, I mean, they don't understand technolo- technology enough these days. But, yeah, it's, they're, just, they're a different breed, old people. I don't understand. We'll be like that one day. Like, what is the next but step in technology? They're so, they harp on you so much for, like, you learning shit they know and going by their ways and learning new stuff and doing this is how the way, this is the way to do it. They don't actually take the time to sit down and learn how to do stuff as well. Yeah, it's like, they'd be like, oh my God, why can't you, you know, do X next and change this in the car? And fuck what I yeah. need to do that. That's, all, that's what a mechanic's called. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll learn that. You sit down for 15 minutes and learn how to use your phone properly. It takes no time at all. You can Google how to do it. You Google it. That's, they were, my brother's at school, he's still at um, high school and Nan's trying to t- tutor him in maths or whatever. Oh no, he was getting his boat, he was getting his boat license, sorry. And they've got the, it's all online, online, right? Like with the cars and stuff. So you go online for your boat license, similar to the car stuff, get yells and do it all online. Nanny's like on the phone to mum, like, can you, so Eli's got to study for this. Can you go in tomorrow and get all the questions printed out from the fisheries office? And I was like, man, that's, you don't have to do that. <laughs> And mum's already at work printed out 200 pages for the field, everything from the, the boating and fishing license thing. I was like, man, he just goes online and does the exam there. She goes, no, 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 no. He has to learn it in the flesh. He has to actually learn it. I was like, that is not how it goes. And then Pop was like yelling at him as well. Like, he won't, under, he won't take any of it in if it's online. I was like, what's the difference to paper? What are you talking about? It's all mental. It's like back home. We have got a perfectly functional dishwasher. And then, like, we'll have dinner and dad will just decide to wash them by hand. Yeah, he's just in his own. That's just what they and do. And why have you just paid $2,000 for <laughs> yeah. a new dishwasher that's yeah. just going to sit there? Yeah, exactly. My grandparents wash every fucking dish before they put it in the dishwasher. I can't even <laughs> tell if it's clean or not. My mum does it as well. It drives me nuts. Because the worst part is you go and open the dishwasher and you can't tell if they're, like, if they're dirty or clean because they've been washed within an inch of their life. To just not clog up the drain in oh, the dishwasher. I used to have a Drives house. me crazy. You used to have a housemate who was just super blind, right? Could not recognise me from two metres away if he didn't have his glasses on. Would always put dirty dishes in the dishwasher, which he'd gone through yeah. the cycle and was clean. Nothing worse. You just pull it. You're like, who the fuck did this? <laughs> oh, these, man. Anyway, been a bit going on. We'll touch on it briefly, but mm. the AFL, because I know we've got a lot of listeners, some who probably follow NRL, follow other sports, but... The Gabatoire, the Gabba, the Lions game. We won't, we won't lose the game there this season, mate. Lights out. Oh, yeah, the lights. Mate, first of all, can we not talk about the great win that we had up there? Oh, fantastic. One for the eight. It should have been bigger because, because of the lights out. That happened and then we dropped, what, like 40 points in the last quarter to, to But Melbourne. did you hear the story behind that? Effectively, the Melbourne players got to come out and train for five minutes, but the Brisbane yeah. boys weren't 
told. So they were just sitting in the rooms after 40 minutes of getting cold. Well, that's, that was the thing was it, it was 40 minutes while they're just sitting there. That's so a long time. 100%. And if you're in front by, what, 40 points or whatever, you're switching off. You're like, oh, game's pretty much over. So, and they were 10 minutes away from calling the game off and giving the Lions a win. Yeah. So that's why it was a bit, like, it was a bit dodgy. If you're sitting there for 40 minutes, call the game off. So they do need to change that, I think. We call that, I mean, AFL listen to this, so we'll call that now. In, in, in breaking news as well, um, the Toss played his first game, practice match, Did LB, you? on the weekend. Yeah. Where'd you play? <laughs> At Euroa. Did you actually? I was, I was playing the twos, put on an absolute <laughs> clinic. Prime Train actually played in the... Uh, in the seniors, the Wang Rovers against Wang Uroa. Some news: Wang have just been ripped of their uh, premiership. Stripped from of last their points. Year. This is massive. So, for all our listeners who aren't very familiar with country, country, country football, country footy, yeah. which is massive, by the way. I well, I'm from Albury, so I grew up in the O&M, which they're in this league. Breached the salary cap, and it got done. I think they've lost premiership points to two games. Yeah, lost the premiership from last year. I don't understand how you breach the, the salary cap because everyone's just paying blokes under the table. Yeah, I don't, yeah. They've just, they're doing the dodgy, just the worst out of anyone in the league. I don't, yeah, I don't know how you get caught for it. I don't understand who actually runs football clubs in the country. Like, it's, is it someone's full-time job to be like the treasurer? It's a lot of job to be an administrator. Well, that's the thing, and they do it on the other side of their other jobs. I just don't get it's it. Full-time. I don't get the part, yeah. And then how do, you, how do they keep up? Do they have... Do they still do like pay? Do they still do like dirty books with what they're paying and what job they've got him and what car they've given him this job? Well, it, it's funny. Like, like, how does it even out in in like the western districts in the Mallee, out west in Victoria, real rural areas? They'll just like pay blokes in like weight or something. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a ton of weight. That is completely off the books. Yeah, swing by and drop it off. I don't know. It's a lot of cooking the books. That well, was that's also speaking of that is um. ABC in the news in the ABC this week, the, the Tasmanian trots, apparently that is corrupt as fuck as well. That does not surprise me. Something came out, oh, who was telling me? I didn't read, I can't remember what the article said, but apparently you can still, one trainer can have all the horses in a race. So apparently one of these trainers, what he does is, I don't think this has come out in the article, but he'll have all the horses in the race and then he'll tip off the jockeys to pull a couple up and let another one win. Yeah. Because he trains every horse in the race. And, and there's no doubt he's putting bets on it as well. 100% you would. <laughs> in, the, in the Tasmanian trots. I think no one gives a fuck about Tasmania, so no one's cracking <laughs> down down there. Of all the places to do it, you can get away with anything oh, down in Tasmania. Absolutely. Forgotten, I mean, the Liberals are still in down there, so they must be doing something wrong. <laughs> they're, they're like the last stronghold yeah. of Australia. Yeah. Mate, I've said this for a long time, right? Australia's got a shitload of debt. Why don't we just sell you off? You do. You always say that. Yeah. Why don't we just sell off the state of China to another country, pay down the debt? I mean, are we losing much? What, Tassie? Yeah. No, not China. Said, well, I guess. Not really. I've never... you ever been to Tassie? No. Mum wants me to go very badly. <laughs> What's, wine Glass Bay looks cool. Meant to have a lot of good food, good bushwalks. I've got that museum. Homer. Is it? Museum of... Is it Moma in Tassie? I'm not, I'm not an art guy. I can't remember. I got all the vaginas on the walls. You've seen it. I'm surprised you haven't been. <laughs> yeah. That's where, well, my, I think my parents took my little brother there on their trip once. <laughs> he might have got a bit of an eye opening. It's a nice museum, though. That's what you'd go for. Oh, absolutely. You would. But wait, wait how do we get onto that? So, we're back to, we're, somehow the we were footy, talking about country football. Footy, country footy, yeah. And losing points. I've actually got a funny story about this. So, you've visited Marlow with me once. Yes. A town near there called Bucken, which is in one of the East Gippsland leagues or something along those lines. This must have been about 10 years ago. And anyway, you've got effectively a point system, right? So local blokes worth one point, import from other towns, two or three if you want to best and fairest, you know, one if you're ex-AFL, you know, Australian yeah. football league, you're seven and you have to be under the certain points to keep the thing um, even. Actually, I've got, got to, a, no, that's it. They've got a point system. They so did. they cap it at like 100 points or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I explained that because I just realised that that doesn't have anything to do with the story. You have to play a minute. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. For our listeners all over the world, this is how <laughs> the Australian amateur, is it amateurs? Country football leagues sort of work. Well, they're all around, semi-pro. They're not amateurs. Yeah, they're semi-pro. Some, some blokes are earning two grand a game, cash, folding stuff under the table. But anyway. 18 look, games the, a year, the, yeah, that's a wage. That's a 
the rule I was trying to clarify is that you have to play, I think, a minimum of like three or four games to be eligible. And anyway, finals. this gun player for Bucking, real isolated rural town, had only played like, I think, two. Is that because he was injured? And they No, he'd been overseas. and uh, But they put him down. They had some mug play and just listed him yeah, so he could do it. Yeah. But the game he was meant to be playing, he was over in Bali at the time and he put a photo up on Instagram. So they won the prelim, got into the grand final and someone spotted this like two days beforehand. So they realised that. And they canned the team. They weren't going to play in the grand final. They ended up moving it to like the next week. And the team... That's who, right. I remember seeing this. Who yeah. lost the, the um, prelim, did it. And this is a real rural area. They... The town's called Bucking. Apparently, a lot of people, because the grand final got delayed and I pissed off, they couldn't go see it. They said they cut all the Bucking fences and there were just sheep and cattle oh, all right. through the oh, town. No. <laughs> that's that like classic American movies or whatever. Like that's, <laughs> that's Shelbyville versus Springfield sort of stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's great. <laughs> but the... No one would have been the wiser if you just hadn't posted on Instagram. But also, who's, Bali. who is dobbing him in? Like, I guess in the country footy, it means that much that you dob in. I would like to think that it's sort of like real jockey out there. Like, it's us for you in the town. Like, if you're playing for other teams, I don't want any mates. That's, what, that's what's gone lost in footy. It's like everyone's friends these days. We hate that. No. I want a bit more biff about it. <laughs> There's got to be a bit more on the line. You know? Bring back the biff. Yeah. Anyway, while we're on the football. Sydney Sweeney made an attendance at the Sydney Swans game. She did, Jack. What do you What do you think of that? What were your thoughts? I'm a bit lost for words, to be honest. I know she's filming what she's filming a movie down here in Australia. You would. I was thinking she couldn't go to any other team. But you've Sydney, got to, though, could she? I know she's got a partner, but you've got to. You got to ask her what she's. You've got to. Well, you got to have a crack at her. You've got as in ask her out on a date. Shoot your shot. You have to. You got to shoot your shot. Well, when you've got an when you've got a superstar A list, maybe B list, B list A list actress. In your town, getting photos with you. Well, have you heard the old country saying that, you know, if you're out in a pub and you're a single bloke and you're looking for a lady friend, go for the girl in a relationship. Yeah. Because then you're competing with one. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if she's single, you're competing with 57. Yeah. <laughs> 50. Small country town. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It is easier. That actually, shit. That makes so much sense. If only I didn't. If only I didn't have principles about doing that. Too. What, what do you mean? If what, I didn't have principles, because what, what, you wouldn't do that. Because then, how do you trust her when she's dating you as well, mate? If you steal her away from, what's to say some other bloke doesn't do that to you, and then you can't trust her? She belongs in the streets. I feel like I'd take the risk with a girl like Sydney Sweeney. Well, yeah, obviously Sydney Sweeney, if an A-list actress, you'd take the risk with her, dude. Not some local girl in the country pub. <laughs> She'd be the town bike anyway. Anyway, on the subject of yeah, other, yeah, yeah. other famous people in Australia, Barack Obama. Did he touch down, did he? He is here. Oh, shit. What's he doing? I think he's doing Speaking? a lot of motivational speeches, I'd imagine. Is Kevin Hart here as well? There's a few celebs coming out to Australia for the and summer's ended. I don't know why they've timed it. It's the place time. to be. It is apparently. But apparently with Obama, the security detail is massive. Like, don't they? So don't the presidents still get a massive security detail after they leave the rest yeah, of their so life? Yeah, there were videos of him in Sydney and there's like two cop cars behind, like eight bikes. They've all got, you know, guns, like significant guns with them. Like, could you imagine, like, there's no way known an Australian prime minister would have to go through that rigour. Like, <laughs> Could you imagine What's Johnny Howard Johnny in New Howard, York yeah. and there's about 10 blokes with... Because yeah, no one would fucking know who he is. Just right. some old fucking there walking down the street. Some old fella. <laughs> yeah. In his tracksuit, just power walking down the street. No one would recognise him. <laughs> Famous Australian bowler. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Howard. Even Kat, yeah, there's, no, there's no prime minister in Australia that would be anywhere near... No one in the rest of the world would know any of them. No. Unless they were into their politics. Like at all. Who, like, would they even need protecting? I don't, like, we would care if they got shot, but. Yeah. I mean, it would, it'd make news, but we'd get over it. But if the President of the United States got shot, that would be, that could be start of World War Three somewhere. But why would someone want to kill, like, an ex-President of the United States? Like, what's that going to achieve? I think it'd achieve a lot. I feel a lot like, of unrest. Like, hear me out, right? Okay. I think the place they need the most protection is probably in America, not over here. Well, yeah, correct. That's your head in America. Like, Barack Obama is probably more likely to get shot in Tennessee than, well, he, yeah, than he's in Moscow, Russia. Yeah, true, true. No one in Russia would actually probably give a fuck about that either. No. 
You're right. It'd be the Hicks in Tennessee that are trying to shoot a black president <laughs> just to get the name. Hey, Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald, he made it big oh. after he shot JFK, didn't he? Yeah. He's made his legacy. He's beaten not him. a good, mind you, not a good one, but everyone knows his name. No American, uh, sorry, I was about to say Prime Minister, no American president's been shot overseas, but I think there's been about two or three have been shot in America. In America, true. Who, who was the first one? Honest Abe? Did he get done? Abe? Calvin Coolidge? Coolidge, did he? Yeah. JFK did? Yeah. There was two, there was two attempts on his life, wasn't there? They foiled the first one. Well, there were two shots. Two shots, yeah. There was, there was a few others. I don't know. Now we're going back into history again. Can't remember. This is really testing my <laughs> eighth grade, ninth that, grade history. That's probably enough history for Knowledge us for here. Now. Yeah, righto. So we're, we're back into it. And the Grand Prix on this, is it this weekend? In this Melbourne, weekend. Which I, I don't know whether it's because I don't have any, like the TV, digital TV hooked up or anything. I've seen no advertising for it. Or is it because it's been, it was booked out whenever the tickets came out months ago? I don't know what the reason for it is. It's Matt, well, last year in Melbourne, wasn't it the biggest attendance of any Grand yeah, Prix well, ever? Yeah, it was, was over 400,000 people over the weekend. Ridiculous. So. Oh, which I was one of them. I completely forgot I went last year. I was <laughs> the mates the other day. It's like, geez, I've never been. He goes, look, we, we went last year. I was like, oh, yeah, we did. What about that? It was, well, you couldn't get, you could not get in, like, just standing room to see them. Do you feel like a, a big part of that has been, Drive to survive without that TV so show. So this, yeah, that was a massive thing. I think why everyone got into it was Drive to Survive hit when lockdown was on. So everyone was at home watching it. They got to know the characters. It was huge for the sport. Even the they say it as well, like the drivers say it as well. So everyone got into it massively. Everyone's going, but yeah, well, I've lost a little bit, a little bit of the luster this year from for the F one. I'd still love to go. It's fun to go, but I haven't, I haven't been keeping up with it as much. Wouldn't have been like you know. Had two and a half years of our lives taken where you can't even go out to the pub, have two beers. And yeah. then the second you're out, it's like you've got one of the biggest sporting events True. in the world on. Get super excited. All the girls are falling in love with a couple of the races as well. That helped for the, on that side of it. But yeah, we, we were, you know what also helped? I, I actually did, I did fantasy from like F1 for like two years there as well. I did not know which, you could even do that. <laughs> apparently it was new. Shit, I was really into it. We did that. And then I had the F1 game on PS5 and we just, all the boys that used to just play it on, online at night and race each other, which is very fun. But yeah, it's just, it's gone absolutely bonza. It's gone massive. Sure. So I think it's all sold out this year. I'd still have to go though. Surely the biggest alpha move which has ever happened in the Grand Prix, who was the guy that was driving and his car cooked it in Monaco and then he just got out of it, hopped straight onto the super yacht. Oh, that was, that was Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. Back in the day, he just walked straight onto his super yacht down to Monaco. Fuck that. Those guys live the life. Like, that is, you just got to be raised from money or you've got to have someone who is a big money backer of you to drive into it. That's why Lewis was so, Lewis really didn't have that when he got there. And character, what's the movie with um, Liam, Chris Hemsworth? Set, was that the Is it Drive movie? or is it? Drive, yeah. I think it was the Ayrton Senna movie. No, Ed, wait. Is it about James Hunt, the famous yeah, oh, driver? Yeah, I have no idea. Anyway, great movie. You reckon that got people into it as well? I reckon it might have Hemsy. a little bit. It was a fantastic Doing shit movie. accents. I love Hemsy, but his accent is, his English accent sometimes is fucking horrible. Like he's been acting for years and he still hasn't perfected it. Good thing he's fucking jacked and do good looking. You, do you find it mental talking about actors and accents when you hear some of them speak normally and they've got like, if you've got like a Scottish or an Irish actor, like yeah, even like, Liam Neeson, like thickest Irish accent. I've, I can't remember him doing other accents. Does he? No, I guess no, he does. No, that's his intaken. normal accent when, yeah, you, yeah, when yeah. you hear them in interviews. Like oh, have you seen, on- I would have spoken about this on. Have you Google Liam Neeson peeing his pants? There is, there is like a, a, a Reddit thread. He has had multiple paparazzi shots. Like when I say multiple, I mean like over 30 of him coming out of pubs and bars with like a pee stain on his pants. <laughs> <laughs> like it is a genuinely thing that he keeps doing. It's crazy. So he is an he's Irishman. Got, yeah, he's got a wet patch in heaps of photos. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know whether he doesn't wear jocks and he just doesn't like shake it when he comes out pissed <laughs> or something, or he's just getting old and senile. He just keeps wetting himself. But there is there is so many photos of him with him wetting his pants online. Look it up. <laughs> That's a fun fun thing for to do in your pastime. While we're speaking, an Irishman from Europe. You've got plans to go. Well, to this is no. This I don't have any plans at the moment. We 
your housemate brought it up with me the other night of going to Europe. And then, you know what the thing is? I think everyone is going, like everyone's going to Europe. There's something about this age range. Well, I, it's just... Because you've got more just, money than when you're like 19, 20. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And you just want to escape this, like get out of here for winter. Melbourne, Melbourne is, is pretty cripplingly depressing in yeah. July. Yeah, I was looking up flights just before this show. And they're, they're pretty expensive. But then I was looking where's cheaper to go. Mate, you could fly to Delhi in June for 500 bucks or oh. 900 bucks return. So it could be cheaper to go to India. But imagine going to India. I, in got, I got $1,600 return flights last year. But then what made it super expensive was the fact that I missed my flight out of Athens. Wait, did you? And I had to get back to work. So I had to pay like $2,800 oh. to get an Emirates flight. How do you miss a flight? I've never... oh, so this was a stitch up. I bought it through a third party. And they sent me my boarding pass like a week before, but the flight had been changed. They sent me the one for like the original flight. Yeah, right. So I got the airport and I'm looking at the board. And no, no flight going to Melbourne at this time. There was one that went about three hours ago from the same airline Damn. I was meant to catch. Damn, that hurts. What did you, you do with your time then? Did you just camp out in the airport? I just had to get like the next flight to Melbourne, which is late because I had to be back. Yeah, true for work. That sucks, dude. I've ne- well, I nearly missed my flight once when we were in Abu Dhabi to head to London. Abu Dhabi to stop over. We got, I went to the toilets and they've got all those prayer rooms. I got lost in the prayer room. Like <laughs> I thought it, yeah, I thought went in Rome. So I took my shoes off and walked in the prayer room for a little look. I thought you would have been in the dart room. <laughs> nah, I had a guy to go in there as well, actually. That was before the prayer room. So I left, <laughs> me and my, I left my buddy. We went in to take a leak. So we had a dart. We went and took a leak, Hoon Lounge, and then. Came out of the toilets. I'm like, fuck, he's taking a while. I might, go have a, I might go check out this prayer room, see what it's about. So I took my shoes off, walked in. I did. I went to get on my knees, but they looked, they looked at me and saw it's just a white guy. And it was just too, way too confront. I couldn't, I wouldn't know what to do. I panicked. I sort of went like, you know what? If I got into my knees, then I would have to start praying. And then I'd just be, it looked like I'm just taking the piss out of them. So I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I'd just be looking across going, what the fuck? What do I do here? So it's pretty cool little room. They got all the little mats rolled out. I, at least I took my, sh- my shoes off. I did it the right way. And then I walked out, but what happened was we missed each other in the toilet. So my mate was already, he was waiting outside. There's so many rooms. There's way too many rooms there. They got the hoon lounge, they got the pisser, they got the, the, the prayer room all next to each other. That's where they stop over on the way back, Abu Dhabi. And then, well, yeah. So then we uh, found him. We, we got our flight just in time. <laughs> like a last call. And the, and the airport is so big. Oh, so we did just bolt down the other end. Maybe, maybe that was Allah. What, what's their God? Allah looking down at me because I went into the prayer room. It worked out. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Christianity. Sorry. That's not how they do it. <laughs> I don't know what they do for any of our Muslim <laughs> listeners. Can you please tell us what you do? Yeah. But when I was there, I had like a 12 hour stopover. And it was like overnight. I needed to sleep so bad. And apparently they've got pods there. But it was like 40 bucks an hour. They're weird. Have you seen what the sleeping pods that are in the side of like a hotel or the ones where they're actual pods and you just pull the. No, I think they're thing sleeping down. pods, but it's like I've just forked out 2.8 grand. That's just fucking. I can't. You don't. I will it. not be paying yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah. So I just slept in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> that's the standard. That's the standard operation. When I was on my gap, you did a similar thing. We got, we actually, we planned it. Because we had to move from, we had to get the plane in Bordeaux back to, might have been to Denmark or somewhere. But we knew that we'd get there the night before and sleep in the airport. We're like, fuck it. We're not booking somewhere in Bordeaux. We get on the bus. Just, we get to the airport. We get to the terminal. We're like, perfect. No one's here. We go behind a desk. So we're in under the desk to, because it's all lights. The lights are all on. So we're all sleeping here under the desk on the back of our bags. And then morning comes around and I see this, wake up, I see this hand. Over my head. So, so sorry, man. Do you have to leave? He goes, no, no, no. I'm just, it was a, it was a copy. He's like, I'm just getting into this back room to start setting up. They had the key for the back room under the desk that he was grabbing out from underneath me. Unlocks it and goes. Then we wake up doing the stuff. We're looking around. We're like, where the fuck is our flight? Can't find it. Where is it? Like, what's Ryanair might have been the cheap one over there. In Ryan. No, yeah, it's not yeah. here. We're in the wrong terminal. The terminal's next door. Oh, so like, no. Fuck's sake. So then we run. And then the line's massive for the, our next flight. And then it's the classic, we had to check in our bags. Like we paid for the check-in for our bags, but we miss our bag check-in for the flight. So we all had to pay an extra 70 bucks each oh. 
got cheered for that on NX flight. And we were there. We were there like 13 hours early and it's still, we were just like, fuck. And then I lost my son. He's like, my son is in the toilet having a little airport wash the day off. But that was, we didn't miss our flight, but that just, that just, that hurt. That was at the end of our trip. 70 euros each really stings when you're 19 oh, years old. That hurts. Oh, it hurts. But funny you say, the thing that pisses me off the most, magic, right? People, you know, when they call everyone aboard the plane, they just stand up. Yeah, like, that's, that's a classic. Tell as old as time. You've literally paid for your ticket. It is a set seat. Like, no one's going to push in front of you. No one's going to push in front of you and take your seat. Wait, when you're getting off the flight or getting on? Getting off is pretty bad as well. Everyone stands up. Oh, when you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're about to board and everyone's standing up, they're waiting a line for like 15, 20 minutes. But just sit at the back and hop on. Yeah, but you get, yeah. Don't, I get, don't you get the anxiety? No, I don't. Of waiting? Yeah. You don't want to miss it. But interesting, talking about Europe, go there in July and all these people are like, oh, it's so good to find myself, you know, experience different cultures. Like 70% of the people there are Australians. They will be this year by all accounts. Everyone's booking flights to Europe. Oh, it was definitely like that last year. Yeah. And then even if you don't go to Europe, like it almost feels like you're there. You just open up Instagram in the morning in July <laughs> and there's like a hundred posts of, you know, what do they call it? The Trust Fund Trinity, Sail Croatia, the Greek Islands, and the Amalfi Coast. Yeah, doing the circuit, doing the circuit. <laughs> I watched some, some lame-ass video popped up. This is how you meet high-profile people. It's called doing the circuit. This is where, like, the rich and wealthy go every step of the way. That's how you meet new people overseas. You've got to be at the right place at the right time. Some wanky video about this stuff. And then I Googled it the next day to check where the circuit was <laughs> to plan my trip around. <laughs> so I'm there with all the... Just with all the baddies, you know, overseas. That's all you need, mate. That's all you want. This reminded me of Australians overseas causing trouble. So last year when I was in the Greek Island trial, we went to get quad bikes on Santorini. And we go to the guy, like, you know, can get some quads. And he's like, yeah, show us your passport. Show him the passport. Australian. No, sorry. We, we don't hire to Australians. I'm like, <laughs> what? Bullshit. Like, this is discrimination. Go to the next place. Exact same thing. Because apparently two Australians like died in like three months before. On course. Damn. And like one of the guys like, you guys are just too reckless. We, we just will not hire two Australians. You know what? Probably fair enough. We are pretty much pissed. <laughs> if you want to get on a quad bike now, I guess you've got to go do a little, um, get on the little motorbikes, the mopeds in Thailand or something. I'll still like the Aussies on there down oh, in Bali. It would be so much drink driving on quad bikes. Like, yeah. The chart. Yeah. I just, and it's so unsafe. Like oh. there's, you see the photos of some of the some of the blokes, you know, and some of the girls, you know, when they're overseas on the quad rides. I'm like, I know for a fact you guys cannot ride bikes. I don't know how. I do. I I can kind of sympathise with the Greek the <laughs> Greek guys going. I'll just go. How the fuck are they on a bike right now? There's no way they've ridden one of those in their life. <laughs> they're bloody dangerous. They put a lot of restrictor kits on them now, so they can't go above. I think when no. I was on one in Paros, it was like max 50 k's, which. Probably fair. Yeah, I mean, just get if one I was those, going 100Ks, I'm... Yeah, you'd be hammering no helmet on. Get one of those electric scooters. They go about 50Ks. Well, I now. did meet a girl there who'd been like four years before and was driving on a quad and just like went over the garage. I think it was like a second day of the trip, <laughs> snapped her collarbone, like fell down Fucking like peanut. three metres. You don't need to get on one. I, I imagine they're pretty fun, actually. I'd, I'd love to go on one overseas. It'd be a good way to see the town. But it's not like they've got roll cages or anything. Like if, no, they're big things. If one of them falls on you, you're into yeah, serious you're you, go around a, you go around a turn, to, and there's normally a couple on the back. There's like two people on the back behind you as well. Like you're not on your own bike. Yeah, they're pretty dangerous. Anyway, we're trying to book it. I was thinking about booking. We might start. It. How about we start a GoFundMe? I was doing, no, I don't need a GoFundMe. I just need a, this is, so I was doing the budget. Now the budget, the hardest part of the budget is that you've got to live our normal lives. Inside the budget as Which well. Which is quite an expensive Well, budget. exactly. And footy season just started and there's a lot of events coming up again. Inflation's biting hard. Inflation. I, Elliot, my housemate, said, said to me yesterday in the supermarket, he goes, first time in my life I'm actually noticing the price change in stuff I'm buying at the supermarket. Remember when like two litres of milk was $2? Now like $3.50. $4 for a milk <laughs> oh, wow. or a bottle of milk. Or what do they say? Well, you know, when uni students and everyone was just like nicking stuff in the self-checkouts at Carl's. Yeah. <laughs> Feed a family of 10 They're for $2. Still doing that. <laughs> we, had, we had a mate that used to work at Woolies and do it, still do it. He worked there. <laughs> Didn't give a fuck. 
That's what one of the boys was saying. Their dad was their dads were down one week and they go, How are you guys eating so well? Yeah, I don't know, Dad, we're just earning good money. <laughs> Scotch fillet every night, like nice steaks. There's just twenty receipts on the fridge <laughs> yeah. and it's like four kilos of brown onions. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing, but now there's shortages of potatoes and stuff and I don't know. Shortages of eggs going around, not in Australia or overseas. It's a weird, weird world we're living in at the moment, Toss. But yeah, you gotta budget for your trip. That's that's the hardest part is like I can save the money. But then my husband was like, Yeah, but you gotta you still gotta feed yourself here. Like you gotta live here. I go, mate, I've say I've I've like a grand a, mo- a grand a month for food and for festivities is what I can live off. He goes, I'm bullshit. I go, I did that last month. Meanwhile, I was home for last month. He goes, That is there is no way you've done that last month. I said, Yeah, there he goes. What how much did you spend last week? I go, nah, last week doesn't last week doesn't count. <laughs> He's like, the monthly there's no, there's no the way you spent less than 250 last week. I was like, yeah, you're actually, you're probably right. I haven't less, spent less than 250 last week. It's like, even at work, right, we'll go out for a Friday night. Palmer's getting nearly 30 bucks. You have two pints, 15 bucks each. 60 bucks, right? That's just for I like know. lunch. Down the drain, mate. Maybe we start selling flasks. Start selling some flasks so people can take flasks out. Or you don't have, you know what? Be healthy. You don't have to drink. But then it's a double-edged sword. Share a meal with your mate. You know how everyone's like, oh, yeah, we'll just pre-drink, then we won't have to buy anything out. And then you yeah, get but so drunk that like, you're impulsively just yeah, buying 100%. rounds of tequilas. And- there is no restraint. There's once two beers, once those beers hit your lips, there's no restraint after. I've, that's why I did the footy last weekend on Sunday. I like, nah, I won't drink. I've won one beer, a quarter maybe, one or two. Or two and beers. once the amber nectar hits oh, your God. lips. It should be made of well, it is, I guess. For everyone what's, the, what's the cost of a schooner at the MCG now? Dude, I think like $10.50 or something. I'm not sure. Bloody like expensive. Bloody expensive. So anyway, we're saving, saving for Europe. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. I haven't got any money saved right now for it, <laughs> but I can do it. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. But then that's, well, where do you go now? Everyone's in London and stuff. And I've already been there before those sort of traps. So do you do a... Do you do like South Croatia sort of thing? Well, I did South Amsterdam Turkey last sick. year. South I, Turkey, nice. I feel like if I'm leaving Melbourne, July, August, I want to go somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. I want a beach. I want to drink gin mm-hmm. and tonics. I want some deep house music. I'd nearly be happy to go one place for three or four weeks. I won't do that. But that would be just sit on the beach in Croatia somewhere or Italy. One of the coolest places I've ever been last year, Israel, Tel Aviv. On the beach. Tel Aviv, yeah. That'd be cool. Actually, the world's most expensive city, though. It is. It's like a tech hub. It is. It's crazy. They, uh, yeah, I did a, you know what? I did something at uni. I did a study on them for some one of my marketing <laughs> classes. I don't actually know what I did. Before. I'm surprised you can actually remember but, anything. Yeah, I remember because I'd studied Israel. And then my little brother was doing it for geography, geography the other day. Uh, and he goes, I, get, I was like, I'll help you with your assignment. He goes, oh, no. Nah. We did it on... My mate's computer at school. He'll email it to me this week. Hey, when's it due? Friday. He goes, I'll go, mate. It's fucking Wednesday. He hasn't emailed you this time. The classic on you're in class. Yeah, oh, we'll do it together. Me and my mates will do it together. And he just let his mate do it. Well, imagine how much extra too. time that generation's got because it gets two hours before the assignment's due. Chat GPT. So much easier. And they don't get homework anymore. And you can ask it to they, write, like an eighth grader, say, know. write this assignment in the same language that someone, 14-year-old from Australia. Would There's use. ways to get around that with testing and stuff. But yeah, it would, would have changed our life back then. But they're not doing homework anymore at my brother's school. Blow, blows my mind. And I know for a fact he's not paying attention in class. So I don't know. That's, then I said, I was like, oh, I'm going to message your school and say, this is not good enough. And he goes, do not Facebook message at school. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Now I'm turning into like the old uncool parrot. Now this is what the, like the mafia did. This is extortion. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Racketeering. It hasn't helped him, but I, in my head I was like, I'm actually going to message the school. They should be, that's not the same school I went to. This is bullshit. It might have been just me going, this is bullshit. I do so much homework. <laughs> that fucking, that's not fair. Oh. Brothers. Anyway, we'll get on to some pop culture. All right, yeah, let's do a quick pop culture wrap-up. That's why everyone tunes in. Well, you just sent me a video. So is this breaking news or not? Harry Styles. Emirata. Harry Styles Emirata in Tokyo after his concert, making out near a van. A little dance, a little make-out. Hasn't? They dated before a little, little, little while back. Well, I feel like over summer, it's been a full tour. So Pete Day- Davidson was originally. Yeah, Eric Andre. Eric Andre and 
Harry's fucked. Yeah, look, she just broke up with her partner, have a little kid. She's a beautiful girl. She had a little fun. Harry Styles. He would. But she's objectively more attractive than Harry. Oh, 100%. I'd say. If you compare the two. But he's a superstar. Rock star. He's got it. He's got that swagger. So he does it right. So they're dating. Who else is dating? Selena Gomez and Zayn Malik. Zayn Malik from One Direction as well. We're staying in One Direction. That's a crazy matchup. That is not their celebrity relationship. I thought that was. That came out of nowhere. It did. I don't have more gossip. I haven't looked into it yet. I'll come back next week. I'll do a deep dive. See what's happening. That and then was there one more? What else do we have? Don't know. But I'll message you today. I'll find. You've it. got me on a vein of thought, right? Yeah. So you know Justin Bieber still got a tattoo with Selena Gomez on it. And I, I hear me, he? He, hear me out. Hayley Bieber's been a bit of strife because didn't she say something about? Yeah, there's some there's some beef they've got going on, but I'm not sure. I, this is probably a bad thing to say, but go on. I want Justin Bieber to have the worst breakup possible so that he can write some fucking good music. <laughs> Mate, I used to hate him. Mate, but when he broke up him. when he broke up with Selena Gomez and put that album Purpose out, that was straight fire. I'm not sure I'm not sure whether I'm into Biebs Biebs' songs anymore. Sorry, love yourself. Like that that album was fire. I, I'm not I'm not afraid to say that. That was absolute fire. I can't believe Selena and Zane. Let's see who was there was another that's just wild for me. Who was the other One Direction bloke? Was it Niall? Niall? Was Niall. It? There's Niall. Niall. Well, see, that's the thing. Niall had a thing. Niall had a thing with Selena back in the day. Holy shit. But remember Niall was saying that, like, you know, he was the key cog in One Direction. Like, he was bigger than Dude. Harry Styles. Well, Harry Styles, he's like, hey, 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 hey. If you know about your One Direction as in your music, Niall, Niall may have had the best career. Harry Styles won album of the year and he's got all the sex appeal and he's good. Niall, musically, if he was like had this sexy appeal like that, he would be bigger than Harry. He's a better musician than Harry. No, we For know sure. you're, you're a big fan of the pod. Oh, dude, I'd love to have Niall. Oh, oh. He would be. I'd have Niall's. You can see Niall, you can just see yourself hanging out with. And who's brother. the other one? Louis? Yeah, the- Louis. Louis just put out a documentary. It's in the cinemas. I saw it. It was in cinemas at Hoyt's the other day. Sold out, couldn't get in. But I, I can't tell whether Hoyt's. Canned it because no one bought enough tickets or it was actually sold out. Because <laughs> I, I was sitting there on Sunday. Again, everyone was away on the weekend. This is what I nearly did. Went and saw, nearly went and saw Louis Tomlinson's documentary <laughs> on my own at the cinema. Just, I don't know, I'm a big 1D fan. Oh, Still, I love him. I love him as well. But Louis, he's, he's doing all right as well. Is that ever, and Liam Payne has got liposuction on his face and looks fucking crazy. <laughs> so there's the One Direction wrap-up that everyone wanted for Pop Culture Minute from Toss and Lockie on the podcast. How many years do you reckon we'll have to wait before we see a One Direction get, get together? Um, they'd have to be old. It'd be like Christmas thing, like with uh, who was running like in sync and stuff. It'd be, they'd be old and they'd be doing it. Well, I still say like, when are we going to see a powder thing reunion? I've been waiting 10 plus years. That's not going to happen. I feel like they'll... How old are Bernard Fanning? Yeah. He's the lead singer. I feel like because they've been out of it so long, it almost makes him bigger. Whereas like some people, they finish their careers and they'll just keep doing the tours to make money. But, yeah, but stop, got, it, it's like the law of scarcity, right? You just want what you can't Well, get. this is the thing. I think One Direction have, like Spice Girls and all that were beforehand. They made a lot of money. But I think One Direction made so much money together and they've made so much money now apart that they might not need to come back together. Well, what is Probably is, when they're... Maybe like late forties, fifties. They is, might do it. Is Zane making music? I right, hear me out. Maybe they do love each other, but I'm just thinking of all the stuff we've spoken about. Could this be a PR stunt? Because Selena Gomez has got 400 million followers. On I know like, that is a significant oh, amount. You're right. PR stunt. Classic. Maybe he's been out of limelight for so long. It's just every time. I don't know, man. Just a little jealous. So. A bit blinded by jealousy at the moment, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> She's a great girl, Selena. She's a baddie, yeah. I like Selena, and she is a great girl. Man, yeah, see, she's been with Biebs, Niall Horan. She probably was linked to Harry at one stage as well. Damn, that's just the celebrities, man. They just keep it in a circle. Nothing the, bad about that. Life in the fast lane. Life in the fast lane. Well, I don't think we've got much more to go through. Well, we could go through. I've been wasting time looking at golf videos, trying to be good at golf. We can do that. I've been watching that golf swing 
being on Netflix. I am objectively the worst golfer. You're terrible. There is a video. Actually, we might put it up. I'll put it up on Instagram because I recorded a Snapchat of you playing golf. You were so bad. Like, do you, you, you lack some hand-eye coordination. Like, there's something missing. Well, I, what, what, hand eye, what are you, what sports are you good at hand-eye wise? Probably not many. Yeah. I'm good at kicking snags. Yeah, but that's very straight. Yeah. But Once even I used to play, I never played golf. I've always played cricket, which is like, your arms are like fluid. It's not like, you know, they're straight. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Diagnosing your golf. That's what we'll tell the audience anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've just been obsessing over golf videos lately. Like, I've been lo- watching heaps of live golf stuff. Um, watching, I've watched like a lot of, I'm frustrated. I keep slicing the fuck out of, I've gotten worse over the last year. This is probably, this is just me going to my golf game now. But then I was thinking, like, how many hours I'm going to create a plan. This might not happen because I'm going to try and go to you. But, this, this but works, just play and play and play this and get better. You work yourself. You don't, you're not busy. I'm well, like, for me, obviously, it'd be good, like, business-related. The amount of time I would have to put in to get to a level where I'm just not correct. Ab- abhorrent. It just doesn't pass a cost-benefit analysis. Well, correct. It is. I can probably go in the morning at 8 and say I can start work late and then just happily play in the and morning. And then do two hours of work. Probably have another round of 8. Exactly. <laughs> no, you wouldn't do two 18 in one day. Don't be silly. It'd be, I'd be every day. I'd go do the range every day and get good at it. But I need, I need to get better. But then I was watching the golf swing thing and the doc, you just get down a fucking rabbit hole, man. And this is, I don't know whether it makes you any better watching it because I know now that if I get out on the course, I'm going to be absolutely dog shit. Like, and I've watched all these videos and I'll put it all into practice and it'll be so bad. It's just frustrating. Actually, I don't want to talk about it right now. Actually, Wait, I'll, I'll check in in a couple of weeks when I've played a I'll bit I'll tell more. you a funny story. So there's actually an elite golf club not far from home. Mm-hmm. And anyway, RIP warning. But it was after the Ashes, he went, absolute, getting pumped. And now, Warney flew all the golf players, helicopters from Melbourne to this elite golf club. Um, they all got the helicopters apart from Jimmy Anderson because he's he's scared of helicopters. He's scared I mean, of flights, or, yeah. He, he, he must have been a big, Fair enough. He must it's have been a big Kobe thing. fan. Yeah. But apparently they all played <laughs> golf there. I think Jack Leach had a couple of bad tests. Like everyone was playing golf and he just sat in the bar and just sunk pots. <laughs> <laughs> As you would, like there's no there's no point just like getting so much more down on yourself again. A round of golf would do nothing great for his mental health at but all. says what a great bloke warning is, RIP, who was a member there. Just flew them all out. It's like, these blokes need a bit of a, you know, a, a pick-me-up. That's up. a fucking rub in the face. Warning you what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> warning you what he was doing. All right, mate. Well, I think that's pretty much it for the potty. I think that's great. On that note, we'll catch you next week. Like, subscribe, follow, give us five stars, and we'll buy you a beer. Thank you. If you like, that's just you. If you see me. If they, if they see Tossel, what, how big a beer? I don't think my mum's going to ask me to buy her a beer. Pint, pot? Pod. Yeah, pot. Oh, very cheap. You're making more than that. You can, you can pot, afford pot, that. Pots are better. We explained this in the podcast <laughs> yeah, correct, before. Yeah. Correct. Listen back to that one. All right. See you, gang. Ciao. See ya.